Video Gamer Podcast number 477. Mm. I'm your host, Josh Wise, joined as ever by uh, Richmond Walker. Hello. Uh, hello. Uh, how's it going? Not too bad. Not too bad. i got yeah. a quick uh, little report for you. Uh, yeah. Diving this week into uh, Mini Cheddars. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what's, what's, what's your general... Feeling on the uh, on the mini cheddar, by the excellent way. bar snack. <clears throat> yeah, but they are made with real cheese, and therefore no go oh, now. No bollocks. go. My dad bought a big bag of them when he came oh. round, and he's like, "Here you go, you can have some of these." I'm like, "Dad, no, <laughs> you know I'm vegan." It says yeah. made with real cheese clearly on the bag. <laughs> oh, oh what you can't have them? No. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, that's annoying. That is yeah. annoying. Yeah, and obviously I didn't really think because obviously. There's cheesy stuff that you just probably can have because yeah. you know not every it's all load of it's synthetic shit anyway. Yeah. Like I don't know, like Watsits or something. Or you could probably have. There's probably some cheesy stuff you oh, can have. Oh mate, you'll like this. Oh yeah, Elise. Right, she's been out today. She's just come home. She's walked through the door, brandishing <laughs> a Bombay bad boy king pot noodle. <laughs> the king pot. She got the king How pot. How is that it? for a, you know? Uh, I'm back. That's- you that's know. top. That's top drawer. That. That's, that's good, that is. That's a spicy entrance to a room. You've got to give her yeah, that. No that hello. Just look no. at this. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't. You don't need hello. You know. No. Remember that thing in Jerry Maguire when she says you had. You me had a me hello. a king pot noodle. Well, you it's had probably because he was brandishing. Yeah, he was brandishing yeah. that off screen, so she didn't see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Renee, good. Renee Zellweg, a big fan of the king pot. Mm. Um, <laughs> no yeah, choice. Yeah. So anyway. Me. Yeah. My uh, my off license got some exotic flavours of the mini cheddar uh, yeah. at the moment. I think these were salt mm. and vinegar, the ones Dad brought brought back. Oh, which seems see a mini cheddar flavour seems counterintuitive because surely it's yeah. cheese is the prevailing flavour. <laughs> yeah, you, you well you would think. Or they so cease to be cheddars. They cease to be mini cheddars mm. now. They've got I had so I've had a couple right. I've had. Tell um, you what, Cullen wouldn't Cullen wouldn't be. Approving of this, would he? No, Delike he famously he? didn't. But how did he? I mean, uh, yeah, I'm, I guess just the mini cheddar. He obviously because he, he didn't say it was cheese flavored crisp. But I would regard the mini cheddar as slightly different from a crisp. It's more of a biscuit. Yeah, or a cracker. It's got mm. that thickness of like a good cracker. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Please continue. No, no, it's good. It's all good stuff because <laughs> the mini cheddar. It's territory that we've not covered. Um, my one. Well, there's. Three actually. The first one, jalapeno Ooh. and cheese. Okay. Yeah. 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 I approve. Good. 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 Tick. The reason Excellent. these ones are good is I always I'm always a big believer or a big praiser of mm. accuracy of doing what it says on the pack. You know, you have something yeah. sometimes and you just think, well, these are all right, but they don't actually taste like what the thing is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that that's, happens um, a lot. That's a that's just a fundamental failing. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, it always bugs me that it's like, well, you you failed at the first hurdle. Yeah, forget it. Yeah, don't um, don't put that flavour on the packet if you can't if successfully you, reproduce said flavour. Yeah, I, that it's exactly so. Well, anyway, so these ones ruddy accurate and good and really really and like you mm. say, great bar snack. If you have got a beer or a nice cold beverage of yeah. some sort, these are top drawer. Mm-hmm. Then I went into the barbecue flavour, which. It's sort. It's just barb. I don't know if it's if it's like cheese. It just said barbecue on it. So your right. point, as in, well, what makes it a mini cheddar? I'm not sure where we stand with the barbecue flavour because it wasn't mm. cheesy barbecue. It was just now. Look, it was very nice. I won't slag it off. It was a good. Barbecue. It's a mini barbecue. 
mini barbecue biscuit cracker, mm. you know. Um, <clears throat> perhaps the best one and the most intriguing one is pizza flavour. Ooh. Which you get the cheese that you get with a mini cheddar, you get a little pesto, you get a little basil, you get a little tomato on it as well. Jesus, um, that sounds like a bruschetta flavour or something. It's, it, it's, it's really something, but it's bloody, again really accurate and i'm getting to the end of the bag thinking this is top stuff they're out doing themselves over at mini is it mcvitties that do mini cheddar i'm not sure yeah it's that maybe I, th- I think it might be you know i think it might do you want be me to do some research job. yeah you do some research i've got uh, to queue up the what we've been playing so let me know the veracity of the facts on this pod need to be <laughs> they can't be jacobs yeah. all right I, I don't oh yeah jacobs yeah there of you course go. Uh, which which are a cracker company. Well, there you go. So it makes sense. It would come full yeah. circle. Yeah. yeah, it works out. Um, Checks out. Right, we've got some. We've got some big time games to be chatting about this week. So I'm going to queue up a jingle and we're going to jump on in. Oh, 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 God. Hot dog. Oh, man. Dog, D dog, 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 Uh, the big one this week is uh, The Last of Us Part 1, mm. mm-hmm. which uh, I have finished and also then finished Left Behind, which also should be talked about because it's yeah. uh, an ex- an excellent uh, DLC. So this is, uh, I'll, I'll sort of, st- I'll take us in there and we can kind of, you know, it's going to be a weird one to talk about this for a couple of reasons. So... Last of Us comes out in 2013, pretty much a watershed moment for Naughty Dog, you know, up to that point, <clears throat> just Uncharted 3 in 2011, you know, The Last of Us was the game that really sort of pushed Naughty Dog through yeah. to the level of kind of real drama and gravitas. Obviously, Uncharted had quite, I think, really good drama, especially Uncharted 4, mm. um, but also Uncharted 2 and 3 had some interesting stuff going on. Um Big deal for, for, for Naughty Dog, big deal for everyone, everyone loves The Last of Us, is a kind of, I always have it down as like the first and possibly still the best truly sort of post-Resident Evil 4 survival horror game. Yeah. It sort of took took the fundamental lessons given to us by, by Resident Evil 4 and really sort of meaningfully applied them. To uh, to a blockbuster template for the, for m- much for the better, um, mm. ter- terrific game, good good survival horror, very good story, all the rest of it, very very celebrated, you know, yada yada so. yada, and rightfully, rightfully so. so, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then Left Behind comes out a little bit afterwards, DLC on the PS3, little bit a little lump of uh, backstory for Ellie um, mm-hmm. that sort of explains you know how she how she was bitten. The story is uh, Ellie is immune to the virus that is has sort of wiped out the world and she and her sort of friend and guardian Joel uh, trek across America. It's a bit of a road trip game. They have to get somewhere in order to get Ellie to a group who can sort of hopefully salvage a vaccine from her sort of magical blood. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, over the course of the game, the two characters sort of develop a bond, uh, grow closer, kind of get to know one another. <clears throat> All very good. Anyway, mm-hmm. 2014... 
Naughty Dog releases The Last of Us Remastered, which is the same game bundled with the Left Behind DLC on PS4. Uh, This game runs in 60 frames per second. It has all sorts of little sneaky, cheeky changes that you sort of forget about, like the use of the trackpad to quickly... uh, You could swipe different directions on the trackpad and quickly uh, access different menus and stuff. Just little tiny uh, quality of life stuff that made it subtly better. The main change was the 60 frames per second, which was was a big deal. They they tweaked the graphics a little bit didn't they? they Joel looked a little yeah. bit different and he did he whatnot. did um but it was definitely a sort of remaster of the yeah. you know of well, the thing that was originally what there, it says on the tin the mate. yeah yeah for sure but they sometimes do fuck it though you know True. like there are there are some things where like people play fast and loose with the word remake with the word remaster these days i do mm. sort of feel a need to go this one actually was that. It actually did do what it's... Because it wasn't it like... Was it Mafia that was like Mafia the Definitive Edition? It's like, yeah. well, don't sell yourself short. It's a, it's a ground-up remake yeah, yeah. Is, what it, is what it is. You know, they don't always do the titles right, for my money. <laughs> but, but anyway, there It's you not go. often they actually put remake into the title fully. I mean, the only true. one I can think of offhand is Final Fantasy VII <laughs> remake. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And what was it? Was it... Oh yeah, Resident Evil Three was just called Resident Evil Three yeah, rather they don't, than Resident they don't Evil st- Nemesis. They don't stick remake in there. But yeah. yeah, you do see a lot of remastered though, don't you? Yes, um, you do. This one is a little bit um, of a problem because it is so. It's in, I think, or it certainly looks as though it's in the engine uh, of The Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. But of course, its its title indicates that we're supposed to think of it very much of, as being of a piece with that game. You know. Um, yes, and it and it does look the part. Uh, it's so in that sense, I suppose it is ground up in in the sense that lots of new lovely foliage. I mean, it looks it does look. Um, I and I I downloaded the Last of Us remastered and played through the same section on that game and then mm. hopped straight into part one, and it was in it when it was a big deal. But even without doing that, just just at first glance, you you're sort of quietly sort of stunned by how good it looks and that yeah. is in a, in a funny old way faithful to the original game because well, back yeah. in 2013 you were also stunned exactly. by the way that it looked <laughs> it's yeah. how it, I was going to say it's uh, how that memory of first playing yes. Last of Us lives in my head <clears throat> yeah absolutely yeah. which actually is quite a difficult thing to do a very difficult thing to do well and sometimes leads people to criticise it because they say well, if I need to pull up a comparison to even see how it's different, surely that's not that great. And I would argue that, you know, similar to, to how you've just said, I think mm-hmm. I think it is great if you feel the same emotion that you felt in 2013. Yeah. And, that emo- and that emotion is, Jesus Christ, this is a handsome looking game. This looks really, really good. Uh, and that's, you know, what I thought this time. Now, having said that, I think a big part of the conversation about this game and and it will and it's a shame it is a shame mm. but i think the conversation will be dominated by its price tag that's exactly what i'm grappling with yeah, yeah. because it's 65 it's 64.99 is it i thought it was 70 quid you can i think it's 70 dollars you can no, get it for 64.99 oh can you oh that's from a retailer yeah. then with a bit of a discount because sure. on the yeah, playstation yeah. store it's 70 dollars 70 quid so 69.99 off the off the off the playstation mm-hmm. shop um, it's coming to PC. It's not out on PC yet. It'll likely be 
quite a bit cheaper on PC. So that actually will help the argument with lots of... I mean, that's quite a big deal. You know, you've got quite a big PC audience. It's probably going to go for, 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 you know, for, for a bit less than that. Yeah. Um, you know, if you look at the other big Sony games that are on there. I mean, the trouble is, <clears throat> on the one hand, I feel like, you know, our due diligence is to say, first of all, this is a fantastic video game. It's one yeah. of the best games that's been made. It's certainly a, a standout in the survival horror genre. And this Frankly, is the best way to play it, bar none. <clears throat> I mean, without yeah. question. Absolutely. Yeah. This is this is the best way. And it is different, and I'm glad that more than one version exists. It's interesting to pull up the old ones and put them, put them, if not side by side, then just jump into one quickly to, to look. You know, it is different. The way that the performances change is very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. The they've used the actor's original motion capture, but they've actually managed to draw even more out of that motion capture with the new sort of sort of graphical engine that powers faces and facial animation. Yeah, and you know there are. Nuances. Tess, for instance, now looks older and more weathered. She looks, she looks more interesting. She's got a really interesting yeah. face that sort of tell, tell, tells a story about you know living in a fucking horrible world. And mm-hmm. and Joel does as well. It really it's different, but for me, it's also I think you know the best version to play. It's a fantastic game. If you played it in 2013, if you played it in 2014, <clears throat> it's still fantastic. Now it's better than ever. The control, the gunplay feels good with the dual sense. Yeah. Really, really lovely vibrations, really lovely haptics when you're sort of upgrading your guns at the workstations and stuff. Mm. The enemy AI is probably the most meaty uh, improvement in terms of gameplay, though, again, that's that's very, very difficult to measure because yeah. you'd have to do the same scenario in Remastered and sort of try to note how your enemies move and respond. You can still get them and... to queue up a little bit, though. You can yeah. load yeah. them with a body and they'll go, oh my yeah. God, and come to the yeah. spot where you just killed someone. You can hide <laughs> sure. and then jump out and take them out as well. It is but, a little um, bit sort of, um, yeah, bottlenecky, can be. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, so that stuff out the way, this is a, a, a terrific video game. Yeah. One of the best and is absolutely worth your time. Um, <clears throat> that being said, I will say that as good as the remake is... Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they didn't have to write the script again. Yeah. They didn't have to sort out what would happen in the plot and the story, you know. No mo- already, no they, further mocap required. No, they, they've already mm. got all the motion capture that they paid the people to do almost mm. 10 years ago, you know. Now, I'm not saying it's not a really great effort. As, re- as remakes go, this is a difficult one. Oh, it's it seems a bit. It's it's a terrific remake. Yeah. It seems weird because it's like nine years, you know, and mm. you know you sort of think is that is that okay, fine, but the, the, you know the fact remains you, you, you're charging full whack for this, and on a fundamental level, you didn't have to do as as much stuff. Right? I mean, is that is that fair for me to say? Like, you didn't do any more writing, you didn't um, do any more mocap. You know, there's there's lots of stuff you've done, but there's also lots of stuff that well, you didn't have to do. <laughs> the thing is, I think Naughty Dog are going to draw the flak for all this, and I ultimately think it's a Sony decision because the way they'll justify the price is, well, it's a new game in our eyes, it's a first mm. party release for PS5, and those cost mm. seventy quid. That is mm. the going rate, mm. and there'll be probably have been no thought to it beyond that. Yeah, I suspect. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. 
I but think it'll I be think Naughty Dog who right. get it in the neck, and I don't think that's fair because I'm pretty yeah, certain the, that they don't determine the price of yeah. their own games. Put put the blame where it belongs. I yeah. Guess, if if indeed it does belong now, well, it's I, funny I how pro- I think you're probably right. Ever since the Last of Us Part Two, put some you know players' nose out of joint for whatever reason, and I don't understand mm. those stupid reasons. Um, mm. People there are quick are to jump some... at Naughty Dog, aren't they now? Oh for, yeah, for you sure. Know, it's like. Yeah, you know, chill yeah. out. No, I know, I know, and you do have to think. Well, it probably sits with the publishers these things. Yeah, but the prob the problem is whoever it sits with, it is a problem. Um, mm. Yeah, and, and it's something. It's something that's going. I've spoken to to you know people from old old friends of mine who are saying, "Oh man, I lo- you know I love that game," but mm. and I think a mate of mine was looking and he was like sixty five <coughs> quid. That's you know, come on, I paid. 40 when it was new I, I paid however much remastered was on PS4 you know this is um, now they're talking about you know <laughs> I think that's the main sticking point is that you can get The Last of Us remastered as part of your plus subscription yeah or you can buy it for like 10 15 pounds quite easily yeah, yeah. and I mean yeah. while this is a far superior version of that game mm. you know it's hard to justify forking out no that, I know you know price yeah and when you play it uh, you know i'm not gonna bash that there are gameplay improvements i think the controller Mm. stuff is is terrific i think the ai i'm sure the ai is but you know oh and they also do have lots of new like physics stuff like the way that bodies blow apart and all that sort of stuff it's it's the stuff that was in the last of us part two it is that stuff Mm. oh Um, man i saw one of those nail bombs in like the doorway Somewhere it's an ambush, and someone just ran into it, and just, it, yeah, oh, big explosion yeah. of limbs, and so brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah crazy. Um, it, it's it, yeah, and and that's that's the conversation that's going to dominate it. So it, it, so, and that's sad. You know, if uh, if you want to wait for it, wait for it, and, and eventually, I'm sure you can pick it up in a sale. But if I were something. if I were a paying customer, and obviously I'm not, because you know we've been provided codes. Of course, yeah. Um, I would find it difficult to resist the temptation to just say, "Ah, oh, fuck it," and uh, me fork too. out the seventy quid because no, I love no, the game I would. that much. I do love it that much, but me and you are maniacs, and there yeah. aren't. Well, no, there will be quite a lot of people who are like us as well. To be honest, yeah. there actually will be. Like, we're not we're maniacs, but we're not that mental. Like, there will be a lot of people <laughs> who go, "Fuck it, it's one of the best games ever," and this yeah. is the best version of that yeah. game for sure. That being said, if it came out and was forty quid or even fifty quid, oh, it'd be a hell of a lot easier to swallow. Definitely, um, forty. Even, no, I, do you know what? Even fifty seems reasonable. Seventy just yeah. seems <laughs> exorbitant. Yeah, put to I mean, because seventies, as you say, it's their going, it's their going rate for the big first party stuff. But there's something about that being applied to what is on a fundamental level a remake. Mm. It it just sort of stings that much more. Maybe that's a, a weird way of looking at it. But the fact remains, this is terrific. Yeah, it is. It is the best version of of, of that game you're going to get. Yeah. And actually, I I thought it was interesting earlier. There were lots of people who had all sorts of objections to part two. Now, I will say that some of those objections are very foolish indeed. But some of some of the objections are reasonable. And I voiced some of the objections in my review. And I know we talked about it on the podcast and stuff. Playing the first, and I love the Last of Us Part Two. By the way, I think it's it's a, a fucking amazing achievement of a video mm. game. And mm-hmm. I'd always rather a game almost bite off more than it can chew in terms of sheer ambition and slightly yeah. falter rather than a game with frankly no imagination at all but playing this again now made me realize just how lean and pure 
the first game was. Yeah. It just the uh, how unbelievably well paced it is. Yes. You just every every moment you feel like you're in good hands. Time passes believably. The seasons mm-hmm. shift, and you really feel that central relationship. It's it's top notch writing. And and actually, I, I sort of came out at the end of it, and I, I finished Left Behind, and I've gone straight into replaying Part Two. Uh, by the way, mm. but you know. I do sort of think, oh, actually, yeah, that the first game may may just slightly edge it for me in terms of just as a as a piece of interactive storytelling. At I least. think they're both brilliant. I mean, the, se- I the second well. game is yeah. savage. It's brutal. It's uncompromising, yeah. and and know, actually, I, I won't hear a, a bad thing about it. I think it's no. fantastic. But it, I, for me, it does have some some problems, which I won't go into now. Well, it's a little overlong. Can... I mean, that's a fair. It's overlong. Say. It's also yeah. I do have problems with the chronology. I, I did feel that there were some characters where I, I sort of felt like, hang on a minute, you want me to buy into this relationship, but you keep jumping back in time. I I, I met Owen twenty minutes ago, but now he's dead. Oh no, but now you're showing me him Spoilers. four <laughs> years ago, which is different to yeah. five years ago. There was a lot of frame narratives and flashbacks, and often characters would be killed just about the time they're introduced in Flat <laughs> Flip. Well, yeah. Now, my theory is, and I've said it before, I, I, I think there's possibly some stuff on the cutting room floor. However, I think I'm going to like it more this time around because I know some of the stuff to expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll fill you in next week. But those are minor quibbles, and ultimately I think part two is, is an incredible achievement mm-hmm. anyway. But mm-hmm. part one, in the meantime, is also uh, really good and... Let us know what you think to the price. It's yeah. good. Sadly, it's a little bit like how you know Cyberpunk. Really interesting game. Not what people are going to talk about because of that launch, though. Yeah, you know, exactly, it's yeah. like with this. It's like, oh, it's a, it's a really cool thing, and and I'd love to hear some some you know some people talking about it. But I do think conversation's going to be dominated. Well, Sony shot himself in the foot. There, that's that's I the so. thing. I, I, know, I, this could I have believe, been a home run. So. Easy, yeah. easy win for them, and. Mm. That, that price tag is all anyone's, like. anyone's talking about, and it's a shame because that shouldn't be the conversation. No, you know all the accessibility options they've put into this as well. It's oh, incredible, it's unbelievable! Like like audio description yeah. for cutscenes, yeah. the ability to turn yourself invisible if you you know it's like it, it, it is amazing, and it's it's commendable what what they've done. But yeah, no, I mean even if they said oh well we'll put it on the premium tier of PS Plus, that would at least be something. That would be like mm. you know a bit. But as you say, you know remastered's already on there and. Yeah. I think they can, and actually, I think to be honest, this probably is going to sell like gangbusters anyway. Even it does. I mean, it, price, it does sort you know. of deserve to, but that price is yeah, it's a sticking point, like I say. Yeah, and it's a shame. For sure. For sure. No, I agree. I agree. Um, moving on, we've both also been playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Cowabunga Collection. Yeah. Uh, which is a little bit special. Mm, um, it's very good. It's uh, so. This is um, remind me who the developer is. I've Digital Eclipse. Digital Eclipse. Yeah, they're yes. experts <clears throat> in this sort of thing. They um, they have a very clear love for retro games, and uh, they they're really good at you know preserving and remastering, mm. and they've done a cracking job with this. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. So this this comprises thirteen games in total. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much the, the sort of the sum of Konami's efforts in the early nineties on yep. both NES, SNES, Mega Drive or Genesis, mm-hmm. uh, the arcade, um, and also the Game Boy. Yeah, as, I was going to say, well. don't forget it's, the Game Boy. Yeah. No, no, uh, and I I actually 
for me, those ones are the sort of um, the the most interesting of the entire collection. For oh, I didn't even know they existed. They're very weird little <laughs> side scrollers. <laughs> they're they're fascinating little games. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's obviously the big ones. The arcade ones are the ones that really shine in terms of presentation and yeah, animation I mean, as well. Turtles in Time, Hopestone Heist. Those are the yes. those are the two kind of banner games to. You yeah, know, absolutely. Justify yeah. buying this if you if you're on the fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, like they're like they're they're big time. And then you've also got tournament fighters, which is an interesting diversion. It's well, the SNES version versus... of that is great. I'm not yeah. so keen on the Mega Drive version. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you touched on this in mm. uh, in in your review and um, check out Rich's review uh, xboxachievements.com, um, playstationtrophies.org. Thanks. Uh, I I sort of think. You sort of touched on an interesting point where it's like, well, there is a kind of weird overlap. If you're not an uber dweeb, um, yeah. uh, which, you know, many are, and actually many of the people that are buying this will be as well. So fair play to the uber dweebs. But if you're not, you might look at something like uh, tournament fighters and think, to, for, first of all, you'd think, I've got no idea what this is. Oh, it's a versus fighting game with mm-hmm. the TMNT. That's kind of cool. Didn't know that existed. <laughs> but actually, you've got the NES the SNES and the Mega Drive version of versions of that. Yeah. So you might think, and you sort of pointed this pointed this out in your review, where you sort of said that is sort of weird, and you might think, oh, bit of a. But but then again, it is a compre- It aims to be a comprehensive collection. You've you've got yeah. the Japanese versions, the Western versions of every yeah. game. You know, it really wants to be. Let's give them absolutely everything, and it is, and there will, you know, yeah. and and it, and it is that, and there will be people out there who who will say, you yeah. know, people like yourself, where you say, oh well, actually, you know, the Mega Drive version of that had some interesting foibles, and you know, let's talk about that, or oh, the SNES version of such and such is superior. Now, I just, I, you know, when I played um, yeah. Turtles in Turtles in Time, I played uh, or T- TMNT Four Turtles in Time, as it's yeah. called on the SNES. Uh, I, I played that on the SNES and, and then played the arcade. Obviously, the arcade version is just superior for it's the sort of smooth yeah. animation. Yeah. So you can sort of directly compare it. And, it. and it's interesting stuff. The Manhattan Project also. Some of the NES entries are sort mm. of are quite interesting when they mm-hmm. sort of air more t- almost towards being platformers than being, um, you know, than being your, your straight brawler, your straight yeah. beat-em-up. Um, what I will say is that it's it's nice when you're presented with with a collection done properly in recent times when me and you have talked about was it sonic origins yeah which you sort of said you know there's a lot of good stuff in sonic origins there's also some questionable decisions you know yeah. it's nice to have a collection like this especially in light of shredder's revenge which released a couple of months ago and you think Actually, they've, they've, they've basically done everything right. You've got the rewind function. You've got custom save anywhere. Yeah, uh, you've and got that's, that a save, lovely... that's a save state for each game. Like, you know, yeah. Because yeah. I know the Capcom Arcade yeah. uh, stadium thing, that has a single save shared Ooh, yeah, between yeah, every yeah. game, I think. Yeah, no good. No, mm-hmm. but it's also got lovely artwork from the from the original games and sort of like little strategy guides, which kind of like the booklets where it sort of tells you yeah. a little bit of information about the game and little tips on what Box to do. Art, instruction like, manuals, all oh, sorts of promo materials. Really, like lovingly presented. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it's great. And, it's uh, it's completely com- well complete and comprehensive. It's funny though. I saw a review where someone was sort of criticising some of the lesser games, like the Game Boy ones, and mm. using that as a reason to score the game down. <laughs> and it's like, well, no. Yeah, that's... that's Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not right. 
<laughs> I'm scoring them down for including yeah, an old game. <laughs> exactly. I don't like it. Therefore, it's rubbish. Yeah, that, I, I I know what you mean. Actually, that that le- brings me on to my my. There's some really fascinating uh, stuff in here. That, the, the, there's two that I would point to specifically. Um, the first one would be Fall of the Foot Clan for the Game Boy. That which is a weird. Yeah, yeah. that is strange. That game. That, it, it, a very a but very I found odd myself game. playing it quite a lot. I completed it. Did I you? Completed it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, well it, I completed. I completed all of the Game Boy games. I, I thought they oh, were the wow. most interesting. Because the thing is, when you play Turtles in Time on the arcade, or actually just TMNT, just the original arcade one, um, they're, they're, they're really good. But what's great is, about the whole collection, I would say, mm-hmm. in terms of sort of curation, the Game Boy ones are a lovely palette cleanser. Yeah. they you, you kill your enemies in one hit, so it's not really about your sort of traditional brawling. And what what, 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 you, what they do, there's, there's two really interesting things, I think. Uh, first of all, Fall of the Foot Clan... Uh, the music is absolutely phenomenal. In yeah. fact, it was so good, I was fully just suspicious, and I did some research. And it turns out that Michiru Yamane, uh, who composed the soundtracks to Castlevania Bloodlines uh, on the Sega Mega Drive, and actually she composed the soundtrack up to Symphony of the Night, um, absolutely phenomenal. It's the best soundtrack in the entire collection. Yes, it uses the Turtles theme, but there's also yeah. loads of other little... It was a lovely little sort of um, moment of, of, oh, hang on a minute. They're, they're doing Castlevania. You know, and you just sort of realise, oh, yeah, he's it, the enemies die in one hit. It's not a whip. It's a little sigh, in my case, because I picked Raphael. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's got the night. It's got the really high jumping sort of little platform bits. And it's got Michiru Yamane. Now, when you get to Radical Rescue, which is the third of the Game Boy games, it's brilliant. It's a full-on Metroidvania. You yeah. start off as, as Mikey, and he has to rescue the other three turtles. And they each have their own powers. He has a little hover move with his nunchuck that lets them sort of oh, hop, yeah. glide through the air. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you come across different bits in the map. It's like, oh, that's really small. What's that about? And it turns out that Raph has like a ground slide thing that he can use to get below. Donatello can climb walls with a bow stuff. It's like, oh shit, it's Konami and they're just doing Castlevania for the Game Boy games. And I just <laughs> had a terrific time. I completed them all. Oh, um, nice one. And actually, and actually I think probably, weirdly, this is really weird, but like, probably my least favourite is Tournament Fighters. I, I enjoyed it. Really? I thought it, was, I thought it was okay, but it's just like... I, 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 you I know, think I'm, the SNES version of that is, you know, r- properly good. It's good, good it's, like, it's like a... Yeah, for, no, I w- for sure. I, I wouldn't recommend the other versions, but that that one, it looks yeah. good and it, it, pl- it plays really well. Yeah, yeah, <clears> yeah. <throat> no, I, I liked it as a fighting game. I just thought the others are so interesting. And I do probably, when it comes to TMNT, I do s- probably prefer the brawlers, you know, than, yeah. than, the, than the... And I think they're probably... Uh, so when I say it's my least favourite, I still had a really bloody good time. It's, it's yeah. a competent, good 90s fighting game, you know, by... And, oh, man, isn't it a lovely reminder of just, you know, Konami... Yeah, you know. Yeah, I remember Konami, Konami when they used to make games <laughs> when they existed and yeah. were good and firing on all cylinders. And they didn't just like... make pairs every year. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, E-football. Yeah, get, sorry, come on. Yeah, sorry, get it right. sorry. Because yeah. I didn't know what game you were talking about. Yeah, I thought well, you Rich has flown off the handle E-football. again. Was he talking nonsense for you? <laughs> that was that was a genius move. Let's take all our yeah. brand recognition and throw it in the bin. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you had a good time with Shredder's Revenge, if you're completely new to the, to the Turtles, give this one a whirl. Um, mm. mm-hmm. It is it's a it's a bloody good time. Yeah. Uh, yeah lastly, absolutely. I have been playing. 
Immortality. Oh, uh, yeah, the new one from Sam Barlow, is it? Of, Sam Barlow. Of her story and telling lies fame. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. No one, uh, no one wants to hear about what Barlow did before 2015, not these days. Um, um, wasn't he on Coronation Street with the rest of his family? <laughs> I think he was. Well, that was how he got his start in writing. Yeah, both his actor and actor. Yeah, exactly, William Roach. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you're going to say? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> Fucked it. This is great. Um, this is good for our international audience as well, because they'll know exactly oh, they're gonna, what we're talking oh, about. Oh, they're going to be loving that sort of yeah, parochial yeah, yeah. side stories and diversions. Yeah. Yeah, it's all, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, no, this is because obviously Barlow is involved with uh, Silent Hill. In fact, for my money, like Silent Hill Origins for the PSP, mm-hmm. is probably the best Silent Hill game made by a Western studio, I would say. And he yep. wrote that. And he's also worked on stuff like... Um, uh, he he worked on the Ghost Rider video game. He's probably not remembered for what? that. What? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of funny things when you, no look, at his, way. Uh, when you, when you look at his history. Yeah, because he's sort of designer as well as writer. I'm guessing that's not things. a good game though. In spite of that, no, it's perfectly fine. You played you know, it? Like li- li- licensed it. The Ghost Rider. Yeah, is to it, my shame, I have. Yeah, it's not a time <laughs> with the Nick Cage movie, is it? Yeah. Oh, I watched yeah. that again on TV the other week. Did you really? It's awful. It's so bad. <laughs> Johnny, no, now I always fuck Johnny Blaze. But don't you think it's funny that the fella from Fantastic Four isn't called like he's called Johnny Storm? Storm. Yeah, I just think that's funny. Like one of them's a ghost and one of them's on fire, but the one who's called Johnny Blaze is the ghost one, and not that they can all afford to, you know. I mean, he's the Human Torch. Yeah, yeah. First and foremost. First and foremost, Mm. yeah. As is Johnny Blaze, is in fact Ghost Rider. You know? Yeah, indeed. Um, but anyway, so Immortality, it's um, it's an interesting game. It's very much in the vein of her story and, uh, mm-hmm. and telling lies, uh, except yeah. in, uh, those games, you basically, you're watching FMV clips. Mm-hmm. So it's a sort of, you know, spiritual successor to the kind of, the old Night Trap stuff, like the stuff that you got in the 90s. FMV Sewer games shark. were a funny one. Yeah, yeah. What was yeah. that one that was recently that people were loving? Uh, was it not The Late Shift or something? It was like Gangsters. Oh, Late Shift. Yeah, that was yeah. all right. Uh, yeah, I got a bit of a, a few people were like, oh, do you know what? That's actually, I haven't played it, but I, I heard some, some interesting stuff. It's fine. So this one, it takes a sort of conceit of those games where you listen, you're watching the interviews with people or the video clips and they'll say stuff and then you search for keywords based on what they say. And when you when you do the search, you unearth other clips. And so gradually you sort of piece together the story. Her story mm-hmm. was about a woman who was a murder suspect telling lies actually ended up being about eco-terrorists. I, I didn't think telling lies was... Um, I thought it was, it was interesting. It was sort of the same idea again. Yeah. But... Um, but, but wasn't that compelling this one is really really cool so it has you uh, sort of un- right, rewinding and watching old uh, clips of film footage um, it, it was almost like a, one of those old moviola machines that people used to have in editing suites and stuff where you can right. sort of wind forwards and back and clips or sort of go straight to the clapperboard thing it, mm. it, it, it's kind of a really interesting sort of um uh, kind of texture and like way to do things so people sort of talk in reverse and stuff when you wind it back and the way that you unearth new clips isn't with keywords but is with match cuts so you okay. can pause the image at any time and sort of think to yourself oh there's a, a for, for example a flower pot in the background of that scene I'll click on the flower pot it'll zoom in match cut that to another clip that also happens to have a flower pot in the background and then mm-hmm. zoom out again and all of a sudden you'll be in a fresh clip the crux of the story 
is that a uh, sort of fledgling film star of the late 60s and early 70s called Marissa Marcel made a number of movies, three movies, uh, the subject of the game. Uh, None of these movies ever ended up releasing, so she's kind of a doomed star. Uh, One of them is Ambrosio. Uh, the other one is Minsky, which is kind of like a 70s cop thriller in New York. And then the other one is called Two of Everything, which weirdly was made in 1999. So Marissa is, is sort of meant to look a little bit older and stuff. So, you know, you're asking yourself... And the sort of crux of the game is what happened to Marissa Marcel? Why did these movies never release? Why was there a huge gap between the second and the third movie? And where is she now? Because some mm. people say that she's a recluse, but no one's heard from her in a long time. Frankly, what's going on? And it's, I will say, it's probably my favourite of okay. the Sam Barlow game. I would really? say I'm I'm not a big fan of, of, of sort of the modern Sam Barlow effort. Um, I, I, I think Sam Barlow is obviously like a really talented guy um, and the, the games he makes are undoubtedly interesting and no one is no one else is doing that yeah uh, in, in in you know in games as just as a, as a way to tell the story it is interesting and you do you are led through sort of on your own curiosity you sort of get lost in these clips and all of a sudden you've been playing it for three four five hours and you think okay. shit i should try you know you sort of sort and you can filter them and sort them all out you say oh all of these clips belong to ambrosio and whatever um but fundamentally, I did have a, a pr- problem with the, with, the, with the other couple of games. I thought they were interesting, but I also got a little bit restless with them. You know, on a fundamental level, you are just watching videos for quite a long time, which, you know, sort of mechanically, I sometimes get a little... I got, definitely got restless when it came to telling lies, partly because the story was a little bit boring for me, and partly oh because... <laughs> The game unfolded on a MacBook, and they actually gave they, they, they had a version of Solitaire on there, so I ended up playing Solitaire. For, <laughs> brilliant, <laughs> just, that's good. So they they sort of screwed the pooch on that one, I think, because Solitaire is brilliant. Um, yeah, you can't be Solitaire. No, you can't. It's <laughs> that a tough was a one. mistake. It, it, it was a tough one. Shot oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Our game's been hijacked by Solitaire. <laughs> this is definitely the most interesting one, partly because it's fun to flip between these very different genre movies, which is shot quite well. You know, they have a genuine sort of film grain effect. Yeah. Um, the, the actors in them are good. And there's some serious people involved with it. It's, 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 it's an interesting story. It was co-written by Barry Gifford, who okay. obviously worked with David Lynch. He co-wrote the screenplay for Lost Highway. He wrote the novel for Wild at Heart, <coughs> on which David Lynch adapted the movie. You know, and he's, he's a poet and, and, and a novelist, along with Amelia Gray, who also worked with Barlow on, uh, on Telling Lies, and has also written for I think, HBO's Westworld, and Alan Scott as well, a Scottish playwright. So... It's got some big credentials in terms of writing, and it definitely mm. means to evoke that kind of David Lynch mood. There's a real, especially with the movie Two of Everything, the 1999 movie, there's a real feeling of uh, Mulholland Drive, which which for me is the best thing that David Lynch has ever done. I absolutely adore that Really? Film. Blimey. It, oh, I, I mean, I, I, I remember watching it at, in film studies class, mm. but that was a long time ago. I remember yeah, liking yeah. it, but... Oh, it's terrific. I recently just watched it again. They had a a 35mm version at the Prince Charles. It was like last month, and I went again, saw it on the big screen. I don't know what my favourite David Lynch is. It's probably boring to say, but it might be Blue Velvet, I guess. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a ter- it's not boring. That's a f- to well, say, I mean, I mean, a boring it, it might be the obvious. Yeah, I know yeah, what you it's mean. it's obvious yeah, for it's, a lot of people. 
it's the big one. But hey, there's mm. a reason for that, you know. It, yeah. it's, a, it's an incredible film. But there's a there's a there is a bit of Mulholland Drive. There is a little bit of that, you know, what happens to the kind of dream of Hollywood when yeah. it starts to rot and turn dark and nasty. Okay. And it, it really, you know, there is an interesting, and and I'm not going to spoil uh, too much of this, by the way, because there, there was something in in the in the press in the embargo materials about this. So I'm going to be very vague. But what I will say is, when you're watching these clips and trying to figure out what's going on, it becomes apparent that some thing is inhabiting these reels of film. Mm. Uh, it's like a weevil, a, little insect, <laughs> chewing its way through the. <laughs> yeah, is that yeah, what it yeah. is? Unfortunately, no. I will spoil that. A malevolent it's not that. weevil, a resident it's a malevolent weevil. <laughs> resident weevil. That's yeah. That's the strap line for the review, right? Yeah. There. Um, there's something else going on without without going into it too much, and it may well involve the um, the, the the supernatural. I don't know. Mm. Maybe mm-hmm. who knows. Um, and I will say as well, I think some, there was something in the publicity notes about it that would sort of said, oh, this is Sam Barlow's first return to horror since Silent Hill Shattered Memories. I mean, it's not, I would say it's not much of a horror. I haven't been actually freaked out by it. But it's it's adult. It, there are sort of, you know, strong graphic bits of violence in the <clears> game. <throat> there is like full-on sex as well <gasps> just like very very heavy sex scenes oh and stuff God. it is it's an adult game in the kind of bbfc sense not just oh people getting their heads lopped off <laughs> but it occupies an adult emotional space oh which the is head's very, getting very lopped very off like. uh there's a head getting blood bludgeoned quite nastily Oof, i'll tell you that bit drive yeah. is it Bit bit driving, of, yeah. driving the lift. Christ, yeah, that was nasty. That wasn't it. Yeah. I forget. I forget how savage drive was. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Fundamentally, it is still. I think I just have a little bit of a problem with this approach mm. to with this kind of narrative. Yes, it's clever. Is it? Does it change the medium forever? No, pro- pro- probably not. In fact, actually, it's interesting that it, something like The Last of Us Part One comes out this week and demonstrates. Yeah, um, the power of actually wedding the writing to very, very, very active mechanical gameplay. Now, I'm not saying I'm not some sort of oh, unless I've got a gun in my hands, I'm totally. Yeah, not you are. That's what you're saying. But that's all you Go are. You, you love it. You love it. <laughs> if there's not a gun in it, you're not interested. <laughs> there are guns in uh, in in immortality, but I, I shall say no more. It, mm, it's it is a fascinating spoilers. game. It it should be played. If not, if for no other reason than just you ought to have an opinion on it, because mm. genuinely there isn't. You know, there's nothing else quite like it. Well, um, it's on Game Pass, so there's no there. excuses there. If you're a Game Pass subscriber, if you're a Game Passer, Do it's it. on there. Mm, um, it's gonna. quite good actually. I, I played it on the uh, on the on the on the Steam Deck, so it was quite good. So I'd have it on the living room, but then I just sort of take it to bed, a little Bloody bit hell, headphones on. You're all hands it. on deck, aren't you? I'm all hands on deck. Yeah, you exactly. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, if this, if if I sound a little bit non-committal, it's mm. that I don't want to ruin. I don't want to sort of give much away. I want to sort of say I do have sort of reservations about this. I do I do think it has problems. Fundamentally, I I can get a little bit. Yeah, okay, you know, get to the point. But I do think it's by far the most interesting thing that yeah. Sam Barlow has done in this style. And I do, I do, I do. If you're after a cracking little game of solitaire, look no further. Well, that's telling lies. <laughs> but, oh, but was yeah, it? Sorry, I thought it was this. Yeah, no, that, 
No, because that was on a MacBook. This is on like old movie oh, Ola stuff. No, there's no solitaire in this oh, one. Pff, forget it. Then. So arguably, you could, you, that's either a massive criticism or or, or a blessing. But yeah. <laughs> but there you go. Anyway, yeah. anyway, we've got some news to talk about, so you can have a jingle. Half Life Three already happened. Then it was called Bioshock, and all of those things that Half Life did and did so wonderfully well were picked up by Irrational, and that's where it went. Half-Life 3 would be brilliant. When we get it, if we get it, never ever gonna get it. When we get it, if we get it, grumble, 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 grumble. When we get it, if we get it, Dr. Freeman. When we get it, if we get it, it's never ever gonna let up Dr. Freeman. If they finally get around to finishing Half-Life, whatever happens is gonna be underwhelming. News! The big one is Gamescom, which uh, happened, was a thing oh, that happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah My yeah, Facebook yeah, yeah, memories yeah, yeah, yeah. have just been filled with old pitch to me at Gamescom, and I was, I was jealous about everyone else who's out there. Oh, I want to yeah, go back. I, I miss it. I've never been to Gamescom. It's supposed oh, to be a we should go. good time. We should try and go yeah. next year, I think. Yeah, as we'll a group. go next year. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah, like yeah, that. We'll, we'll, we'll we could do a live from Gamescom pod, couldn't we? Oh, yeah. yeah. We bloody could. God, that'd be good. Yeah, it'd be good. Um, yeah, so the first one is Dead Island 2. Little mm. trailer. Whoops. Uh-oh. We've seen it. It's a it's a game that's been in development, well, limbo, hell, for a very long time indeed. Yes. Um, it's always a fun game to try to remember who's currently making Dead Island 2. Um, Turns out it's I, Dan Buster Studios. It's Dan Buster. What, I thought it was Sumo. It yeah, went and originally Ye- it was Jaeger. Didn't it go Jaeger, Sumo... Was there another one in between? I think there was one between Sumo and Dan Buster, who's got it now. Yeah, mm, but I can't okay. Remember. But anyway, anyway, there was a trailer. It's very gory. It's very over the top. It's very silly. It's very Dead Island. It's very mm, Dead Island. Mm-hmm. So you know, I sort of saw that and went, "Yep, yeah, cheers. I'll I'll have a go on that." Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it looks all right. It looks I'm not, all right. I'm not sort of huge. I enjoyed Dead Island, but then I guess it sort of became Dying Light. Right? I was going to say, so, yeah, Dying Light kind of stepped into the void, didn't it? Yeah, but yeah. I kind of hope this one can sort of stand out. I guess its thing is that it's being bonkers in a way that yeah, its its tone is very sort of comic, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, next up, new tales from the Borderlands gets a new trailer. Did you? Are you? Are you sort of into? I know because you like borderlands more than i do but they're, yeah. they're, that's sort of different because this is like a telltale thing right so uh not well i mean it is but gearbox are taking it on now um ah uh, right, right yeah so i don't know man tales from the borderlands was good um i'm getting a little bit weary of the kind of humor do you know what i mean it feels mm. a bit labored a bit forced these days and it oh, sort of sure. gets on my nerves a little bit yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I agree completely. Oh, I've been there for ages. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought, meh. Uh, Monkey Island is out on September nineteenth, and that was a well, nice, nice little reveal. Only on PC and Switch. What's going on there? <laughs> that annoys me. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Bring it to all the well, platforms, you fools. Uh, you just get it on Switch, mate. Take it uh, to bed with you. Well, yeah. It. Also, did you see the pre-order thing? That was quite funny. Yeah, horse armor. I mean, yeah, horse armor. a reference a from pop. 2006, but you know, welcome <laughs> to the conversation. I don't know. That was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Rich is not up for it. He's oh, not mate, up for the irony. Not up for the. <laughs> I'm, I'm a cynic when it comes to these things. 
Yeah. It's a a joke from 2006. The horse armor thing. (laughs) I thought we'd moved on from that. But I haven't seen of other people. Nobody else has done that with their DLC because it's quite. They did. There's a little thing where it goes. If you pre-order it, you get horse armor, and it says, "Please note that horse armor has no practical use in game, and in no way yeah. will contribute to the gameplay." So I thought that was quite funny. But yeah, I agree. It's old. It's old school. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Lords of the Fallen is the thing that's. Oh happening. yeah, yeah. It's not Lords of the Fallen. <laughs> it's two. a reboot because they've put a it's the a- <laughs> in front of it. <laughs> they put a the. Yeah, they put a the on it, so mm. that's a reboot. And like it the takes Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings, the Fast and the Furious, yeah, yeah. rather than just Fast and Furious. Um, t- yeah, it, it takes place more than a thousand years after the first game. All right, so the first game's so still canon then. Uh, yeah, first game's still canon, yeah. Good. Uh, and it's got a big interconnected world. It's like five times bigger than the original game. It said CI games. That, that doesn't excite me. No, no, no. Stop um, telling me how big your worlds are. I don't want to know. I'd rather <laughs> you, you just didn't know. tell me. <laughs> just don't say. Because yeah. it turns me off immediately when you say, it's a massive world. It's a million miles square. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I didn't play Lords of the... Oh, I played Lords of the Fallen very briefly. It was like 2014. It was one of the sort of Dark Souls. It was one of the first like big uh, Souls likes to come mm. out. Yeah. And it was... Uh, I didn't think that much to it, but I didn't play it for very long. And I don't know. It had a, it had an audience and people... Some people liked yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so fair enough. Uh, Dune Awakening is a sort of survival open world MMO. Kind of mm. one mm-hmm. uh, from from uh, from Funcom. It combines the this is a quote the grittiness and the creativity of survival games with the social interactivity of large scale persistent multiplayer games to create a unique and ambitious open world survival MMO. Rise from survival to dominance in a vast and seamless Arrakis shared by thousands of players. So, yeah, you know, again for me, survival game. Uh-uh. Yeah. These are all anti-rich. <laughs> These Walker, are, um, you're not speaking yeah. much. Just stick roguelike in there, and you've got the uh, the trifecta: yeah. giant world yeah. roguelike survival game. <laughs> yeah. Also, what's kind of cool is that they said it's like it's Dune. It's like the Frank Herbert thing, but also they're sort of like looking to the Denis Villeneuve movie adaptation of it in terms of its okay. sort of visual yeah. styling and like what it. And I sort of looked. It does look kind of cool. I I watched that movie having absolutely no interest in Dune, and I thought. That was good. That was a decent move. I mean, it's the, it's because the director, I guess, he's he's really bloody good. Yeah, he knows what he's doing, doesn't he? Yeah, he's uh, not made a bad movie, has he? Uh, Denny. Uh, no, no. you'll think of one. No, I don't think I will. Um, <laughs> I even I I really like yeah, Incendies is really really good as well. No, I don't think he has. I think that's fair. I think mm. he's only made just decent movies. Um, Sonic Frontiers now. That's coming out on November 8th. We know that. That's safe. We're going home with that. Yeah. Um, there was a new trailer for it, which was, was some bonkers stuff, and Sonic running around a load of environments and stuff. Yeah. I know mean, you're, you're not that sort of up for Sonic. I, well, well, I'm not no, convinced. No, you are, but... I'm not convinced right. yet. Um, <laughs> I know what you're thinking of. Yeah. What? You're, are you what? thinking of my eBay purchase? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Stop it. <laughs> Tell them what you bought. Look, I bought a Sonic Forces, all right? I only paid a tenner for it. A tenner? Yeah. That's a lot. Well, I was curious. I was like, Sonic Frontiers is coming out soon. I didn't play the last oh, sort of big God. Sonic game, which was Sonic Forces, wasn't it? 
I think so, yeah. Um, when did Forces come out, actually? 2015, 16, yeah. something like that. Oh, thank you, Lise. Nice cup of tea. Um, Brilliant. So, yeah, I need to do my research, my due diligent, mm. diligence. Do diligent. diligent. My due diligent. <laughs> um, so, so I thought, well, yeah, I'll give it a go. I wasn't going to pay over the odds for it. No, no. A tenor is... Uh, what else did you get as well? You got another one that was quite I funny. I got uh, Deus Ex 2 Invisible War. Or just, well, yes. it's just Deus Ex Invisible War. I never played it when it came out, so... What, what like, platform did you get? Xbox. Uh, just OG Xbox? OG Xbox. So I could play it on my 360 yeah, yeah, yeah. in the bedroom. Yeah. Oh, Biscoff, get sweet, in. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm just being spoiled today. <laughs> Invisible um, War is like much maligned... Uh, by the well, way, among the, among the days, it's all. The I heard sheep. this, but then mm. I had a little cheeky look at some reviews from the time, mm. and they were mostly positive. So I'm like, well, yeah, it's that, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I never. Yeah. It's the only one I haven't played. I played the original on PS2, which probably isn't the yeah. best way to play it, but I don't care. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I thought, well, I'm gonna fill the gap in my knowledge here because I never played oh, I'm that all one. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all for knowledge, for, and I, I should say, and it was three I, pounds, Josh. Yeah, well, for you, you, a mint you can't. Copy you can't lose. Manual and everything, so no, you know. No, 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 what's no, the worst no, that can silly, happen? Silliness. Yeah, I, I got it as well. Um, I got it like a, a month or so ago, but it was like eighty <laughs> p on Steam. So I, thought, wow. <laughs> I love your mad Steam purchases. Sorry. They are mental. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that one was it was bonkers. But the thing yeah. is, was that I wanted all the Deus Ex games in one place. Me so too. I just got every. I just got oh, every well, single one. Yeah. But, but the, reason, the one place being my shelf. <laughs> the one place being your shelf. The mm. reason I think Invisible War was maligned was because it was seen as the first Deus Ex, which was like heavily influenced by console gaming. Well, like it was brilliant. It was then. Like, good. Yeah. Well, that I mean, not, good yeah, to no, me. obviously, <laughs> obviously not good for <laughs> PC nerds. <laughs> well, for sort of just people who like the better version. Nerdlingers. Dweebs. Dweebs. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you feel about the? Uh, <laughs> that much these yeah. days <laughs> how, how, how do you feel about the lies of p because i'm i'm laughing as a at title it. as a yeah. title it's brilliant it's great the lies it? of p the pies of lee the pies of lee yeah so this is um this was at gamescom as well we already knew about it but it got a, it got another trailer mm. and it's it's like a sort of action it's, i think it's like a souls like basically like a sort of action rpg but of of pinocchio <laughs> Yeah, I don't um, know why it's Pinocchio, and it doesn't look like Pinocchio, does it? He's not a little wooden fella. It, no, it looks yeah, and apparently, so the, the developer and the publisher NeoWiz uh, said that it's quote inspired by the familiar story of Pinocchio. Uh, it's an action Souls-like game set in a dark Belle Epoque world, so sort of Paris at the turn mm. of the century. Guide Pinocchio on his unrelenting journey to become human. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, but he already looks human. I love the idea really... that it's, it's unrelenting as yeah. well. I will like become he's, human. He's killing so I will so be a real things. boy. <laughs> and I'll kill anyone yeah. that gets in my way. Yeah, just just, just, just murdering folk. Fair play yeah. to him. He wants to be human. What's um, Jimmy Cricket doing? Where's he? Where's he? Yeah, well, isn't he? It's conscience. I hope that is he he's... right with all this killing, is he, Jiminy? <laughs> I don't know. I bet Jiminy Cricket will be like the sort of, um, like the upgrade thing. Yeah. Kill you him, know, like pee. The, kill like, him. Like the, the doll in Bloodborne. He's like, what can I do for you, pee? That would be good. <laughs> pee. Uh, and oh. then last from Gamescom, a nice little trailer for Atomic Heart, which I think mm. looks quite cool. Um, I like the look of that game. Yeah. Sort of a Soviet... Yeah. Dystopia, uh, lots of concrete, lots of um, uh, sort of Cold War imagery. But well, anything very much that has um, 
comparisons to Bioshock has my immediate attention as well. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Well, I was just about to say, yeah, I mean, mm. and it does just sort of look like, let's do Bioshock again now. And why not? Know? And why not? Because the guy's got, like, an ice thing in his left hand and a gun in his right hand, and then there's, like, a, a, a electricity thing. It's basically, like, plasmids. And He's got an ice cream of. in his left hand. He's got an ice cream in his left hand, and he, and he, and he lobs it at people, yeah. and Flake hits him in the head. Oh, well, that's like, a win oh, right there. I'd play that's that. That's a win. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, I think Atomic Heart looks cool. Yeah, it does. Um, it does look cool. And uh, then the, the sort of the bit... Well, actually, this is this one... Uh, it's kind of kind of interesting. You see the uh, Need for Speed, the sort of leak. I of missed new... that. Mm. Um, I don't know whether it's because it was taken down before I had a chance to look at it, but... Um, yeah, yeah, there was a thing that was on, like... It was put up on, like, Imgur. Imgur. Mm. Um, and it was, like, you could see... It was a very short clip. It was just of a... Someone was driving a car, and it sort of pitched it through the air, through a kind of big donut. There's a car in it. Sort of stunt. Yeah, I know. What? Yeah, I was a bit shocked at that. That's so if you don't departure. want any... I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're excited for the new Need for Speed, stay away from these spoilers. Yeah, it's not bicycles. Um, it's cars if- this time. <laughs> bicycles, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the weird thing, though, about this one is that it's sort of cartoony. Like, when the car's going through the air, there's, like, this weird, like, graffiti, like, wings that pop up on either side of the car. Please say that was an artistic choice for the trailer. And then, well... Because that sounds rubbish. Because it wasn't a trailer, it was just a little clip at a gameplay. Oh, well then, Why? And then also, the person who's doing it, right, they fail to go through the big donut and they sort of crash. And when they do that, like a little sort of cartoony graffiti like skull and crossbones pops up over the car and like then sort of shakes a little bit in the air and then disappears. So they go with this kind of weird cartoony mm, vibe. Don't like the sound if, of that. If this is the real deal, by the way, I should caveat that and say, mm. you know, it's in- internet leaks. But it, look, it looked genuine. Um, but yeah, bit of an odd one, mm. though. Don't know, don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the sound of it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, just give me a racing game. Do Need for Speed Underground again, just do that. That's yeah, what people want. No, yeah. d- is it me or do developers just not tend to listen to what people want <laughs> these days? <laughs> or sometimes they, they'll do two things. The first thing is they'll, they will do that, but then they'll get criticised for being too safe. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't C, win basically. C Fallout Four, C you know, just any number. When when they do that, it's like oh yeah. Mm. Uh, but then but then also they'll do that thing where they say stuff like you wanted it and we listened. But then they do something really bonkers that definitely no one wanted. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's the other side of the spectrum. Um, a bit of a double whammy actually is interesting uh, this week. We're talking about Last of Us because the price of the PS5 has had an increase. Yeah, uh, which is you know a big story. It's, I think here it's thirty pounds mm-hmm. uh, more more expensive due to quote high global inflation rates. But apparently the US price unchanged. It's, ju- it's just Europe and the UK. Yeah. Bit weird. So that's yeah. Oh uh, well, actually, and uh, Australia. Sorry, yeah. and parts of North America and Asia. So it's apparently like a, like a, uh, in some territories, it's as much as twelve point five percent as an increase. So that's a bit. That's a bit. A bit of a bit of a bastard. It's um, not great timing, isn't it? Is it? Sorry, no. with everything else that's going on. <laughs> no, for sure. So the 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 sort of all digital. Just just for 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 point of reference, the uh, digital one, which is the PS Five without a disc tray, um, <clears throat> that was three five nine nine nine. Mm-hmm. And now it's three eight nine nine nine. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Likewise, the, the the disc one was four four nine, and now it's four seven nine. So it's 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 not a huge increase. I mean, people are saying it's probably not going to make any difference. It's probably still going to sell like hotcakes, but it still yeah. sucks if you're in those territories and you haven't got one yet, and you've been trying to get one because it's super fucking difficult to get one, and now it's a little extra sting because they're going mm, have a bit of that. It's thirty quid more. Still you. cheaper so. than a scalper, I suppose. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's true. I've that's seen true. some in the CX shop window for like six. Just like it's outrageous. Yeah, that's that. That is dirty, yeah, dirty. Mm. Uh, Jim Ryan said, "Quote: The global economic environment is a challenge that many of you around the world are no doubt experiencing. We're seeing high global inflation rates. But what about us? <laughs> We're experiencing <laughs> two <laughs> currency trends <laughs> impacting customers, creating pressure on many industries. Based on these challenging economic conditions, SIE has made the difficult decision to increase the RRP of PS5 in select markets across Europe, yeah. Middle East." Africa, Asia Pacific, Latin America, as well as Canada. There will be no price increase in the US. And then, obviously, Xbox and Nintendo have both said, well, we're not putting ours up, so suck on those apples, Sony. Yeah. yeah. Um, you might be that facing wasn't a, That wasn't challenges. a direct quote. We're yeah. not. We're brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So what have you done, up. Sony? What have you done? <laughs> and I'll tell you what Sony have done. They've acquired Savage Game Studios. Another little yeah. low-key acquisition. Great. But, you know, I, I know what you're thinking. Mobile stuff. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> That's just what I want. Yeah. I thought you'd be quite excited mm. about that one. Yeah, um, I'm a big mobile gaming guy. Yeah, well, I love stuff, like, yeah. you know, with lots of microtransactions, like yeah, 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 buy yeah, some yeah, coins, definitely. do some spins, and also, or whatever. Because you, you sort of said that even the best controller in the world is, is just no match for a touchscreen. Yeah, I like playing Streets of Rage on a mobile phone with a big sort of virtual UI thing over the top of it so that my thumbs are in the way of the screen. If I can get Best my thumb in the play. way of the action, that's that's 10 that's, out of 10. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Do you know what, if I can cover up Axel the entire time I'm playing <laughs> with my thumb, that's good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Herman Holst said, quote, uh, as we assured you before with our plans to bring select titles to PC, our efforts beyond console in no way diminish our commitment to the PlayStation console and to the community, uh, nor our passion to keeping amazing single-player narrative-driven experiences. Uh, Our mobile efforts will be similarly additive, providing more ways uh, for more people to engage with our content and striving to reach new audiences unfamiliar with PlayStation and our games. Savage is joining a newly created PlayStation Studios mobile division, which will operate independently from our console development and focus on innovative on-the-go experiences based on new and existing playstation ip see i don't mind that yeah if that's if it's like yeah well sure keep the main stuff going but if you yeah. want to give me uh you know uh little cheeky days gone spin-off that i can get on the iphone then why not i guess sure, yeah um, i don't really i probably still won't get it to be honest but <laughs> i <laughs> I mean, the idea is nice. I won't play or, it, but thanks. I won't be getting it. Yeah. But if they did, if they, if they could do like, I mean, I loved Grindstone. So if you want to do Grindstone, except it's just Parappa the Rapper, then mm. you're onto a winner. That's that's. I absolutely love that game. So well, both. Of, I love Grindstone, but I also love Parappa the Rapper. So if you want to give me that, yeah. then I'll be all over it. Is Why it not, not slightly galling? If you're a non PS5 owner trying to get a PS5, that they've raised the price of the PS5 and then they're splashing the cash on a mobile studio. <laughs> Buying a mobile. Yeah, yeah, well, look, Rich, Rich, they're experiencing economic difficulties, mate. Clearly. Okay. Clearly. <laughs> we can only acquire this one studio. <laughs> 
Mm. Brilliant. Right, listen, I want to get quizzical. I've had enough. I want I want to settle the score. We've yeah. had more dweebs emailing in. Um, I'm sick of all this news and what we've been playing rubbish. Let's it's too much. do a quiz. It's too much. We've got to get quizzical. I'm going to put a jiggle here and we're going to summon Matt from upstairs is what we're going to do. The classic Cornish pasty. Cornish. Ooh. A proper from Cornwall. Proper full, 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 full of goodness. Come over there. It's that time of the week, that time of the pod. It's time for Boss Fight. We're joined by Matt from Upstairs. Hello, Matt from Upstairs. How are you? I'm good. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm G'd up. You're ready for I'm action? focused. Succinct. Yeah. Uh, I have one goal in mind, and it is defeating Rich. And Excellent. nothing else. Even if I get no more work done today, for the rest mm. of the day, yeah. I will get this sorted. Well, right, I'm sorry stuff. to say that is one objective you will not achieve, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Right, clue number one. <clears throat> Wait, I should say the rules. Uh, I uh, personify the business, the organisation, the setup, the structure, the foundation, the institution, the group, the hierarchy, or the team from a video game of my choice. I give you the clues, you say stop, you say what it is, you might win, you might lose, you go down in history, right? So, clue number sure. one. First appearance in a video game was in 2011. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. A good year. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, clue number two. <clears throat> Following an unfortunate incident, uh, I had to close my doors, and the closure was in 2028. 2028? Stop. Mm-hmm. Oh. Matt Lorigan. <clears throat> Is it Aperture Science from Portal 2? Incorrect. Hmm. Uh, clue, clue number three. Number three. I was established in the year 2007 in the city of Detroit. Oh. Huh. Okay. Clue number four. <clears throat> My head of security sounds a bit like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> this feel, that feels like a rich clue. That feels Mint like Mint Beastwood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the game I was in. I bet he sounds did... nothing like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> no, he does. He does. All right. Uh, the game I was in. Well, he sounds like a cross between. Oh, well, I'll put that on a spice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The game I was in did quite well. Mm. And it got a sequel. But sadly, the series which is kind of a big deal, generally, the series, is on something of a hiatus. I know the game, but but I've got no idea what it is. After a certain corporate buyout, we may hear more about this series soon. Yeah, Rich, you've got got this, mate. Uh, Rich Walker. um, Oh, no, what's the name? Uh, Sarif Industries from Deus Ex Human Revolution. And this week's winner. There you go. Uh, I was racking my brains trying to think of the company and it just came to me. Well done. Yeah, I was going to say, it didn't sound like you were racking your brains. That that was. Well, when I I said stop, when I said stop, I didn't have the answer. 
to hand. <laughs> I had to file through. I like, like, I like through that. My brain file. That's system. risky. I like that. That's yeah. you take a risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was established in the year 2007 in the city of Detroit, specialising in robotics. Though I didn't mm. give that spice just yet. Uh, first appearance in a video game is in 2011. Yeah. Uh, my head of security uh, often wears sunglasses. That was extra spice I didn't get to. Right. Uh, and sounds a bit like Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I get you the sort of hushed yeah. tones of I, I always, I always sort of um, compared it to sort of Keanu Reeves crossed with Clint Eastwood. You know Elias Tufexis and Elise <clears throat> hit it off at a Comic-Con and they follow really? each other on Twitter now. Yeah, they got talking about photography. Their names and I was really annoyed. I was really annoyed because <laughs> he followed her, didn't follow me. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm not <laughs> in, in the industry, not did you meet? Did you meet him as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, did. okay, that makes more sense because yeah. otherwise it just sounds like you're like, didn't follow me, didn't know yeah, who I was, but didn't follow me. Proper, they had a proper chat. Yeah. Was like, really? Oh, yeah. That's good, that. Fair yeah, it's enough. good, isn't it? little anecdote for you. Yeah, <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, following an unfortunate incident, uh, also known as the Org incident, <clears throat> uh, led ultimately to my closure in 2028, and the game I was in did quite well, and it got a sequel, Mankind Divided, but the storied series is on an indefinite hiatus. However, of course, the Embracer bar... Was it Embracer? Embr- of course yeah. it's Embracer. It's fucking everything. Yeah. Um, we may hear more soon. I mean, I know they're giving it all that on Tomb Raider, but... I Who want knows? more Deus Ex. I, I'd love more I have Deus to Ex. say, I haven't finished Mankind Divided yet. That is on my to-do list. Game. It is a cracking game. It is a great game. Is that the first one or the second one? Or that second one. That's, the, that's the second one. That okay. is the sequel, yeah. yeah. Mankind Divided is like, and it's got like the Prague stuff. And it's really good. We, I, it was such a shame when, when, when they put the kibosh on that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, how well did those games sell towards the end of... It was modest. It was. Yeah. They didn't make a loss. It was. It was the classic Splinter Cell thing, where it's like, yeah, they sell about two million, but that's just not good enough for Ubisoft to go. Yeah, well, Assassin's Creed selling hundred and fifty four billion. So yeah. Why isn't yeah. it as good as that? So it's like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, very like dishonoured as well, right? Like <clears throat> exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. People and don't. It's a shame. Buy good games. They're foolish. Well, I think I think the big one is immersive sims, right? I think they seem to be a bit of a tough sell most of the time. They're a ne- they are a niche sell. Yeah. No, they are. It ain't. That's fair to say. Well, it was a double sting that that the I just Montreal were taken off. Well, didn't work on Deus Ex because they were busy with Avengers. They they were actually they were taken off of Tomb Raider. That they, like, they did they didn't they weren't involved with Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, I forgot Avengers. about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was um, Crystal, wasn't it, that made Shadow? But uh, or no, who was it? No, it was um, no, I, was it I just Montreal? Yeah, it's the other way around. Crystal yeah. were taken off. Oh, sorry. Off. No, yeah. yeah, Crystal. Yeah, I mixed it up in my head. Yeah, and and of course because I just was on Tomb Raider, then there yes, was they were nothing, they were nothing for Deus Ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really annoying. Um, I mean, look, I love Tomb Raider. Don't get me wrong, and I'm not you know, not knocking Marvel's Avengers. It's just I feel I, I feel like you you would quite happily knock Marvel's Avengers though. Actually, <laughs> Josh. I think. Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I would. I absolutely would. A decent campaign back in the day. That'd be a weekend rental, and I'd be loving the campaign. Oof. That's it. Harsh. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's more harsh things you can say about that. I think a weekend rental's fine. There's a lot of games. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah, play I don't need a hundred hundred Hulk loincloths. Yeah, know. and why uh, not? Actually, that's what we're changing our review scale to. Rich, weekend what, rental loincloths. No, you're not saying <laughs> Hulk loincloths. A hundred <laughs> Hulk loincloths out of ten. <laughs> no, you know, oh, buy right. weekend rental, week long rental, rather than scores. You know, that's 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 yeah. the new plan. It's not that's a bad. New... Um, it's not a bad barometer. 
or get like Richie recommends with a big cheesy comic version. Oh of your no! Face on well, I might look for that. No, yeah, that's would, no, would. that's Rich's spin-off site that he's been working on for ages now. And once he leaves, yeah. he's going to set that up as a uh, as a competitor. Excellent. Yeah. Right, yeah. that's about do us for the quiz. It's about that time that we hear from the listeners. When you tie your shoes and you do the bit where you make the loop goes round, yeah. rather than tying double knots on your shoes, just go round twice. Because they never, ever, ever come undone, and you can then undo them. Just pull, pull, pull at the end of the day. Never, ever, 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 ever come undone. Questions, theories, comments, and queries, you send them in, and we will talk about them. This one mm. from Michael. Query, uh, Jim Ryan must be stopped, question mark. <gasps> Oof. I don't know. <laughs> Which, I mean, that's not the first time Michael's been slagging off Jim Ryan. I no. commend the uh, sentiment because I do think Jim Ryan is a bit of a silly person, but silly uh, Billy. I, but a silly um, Billy. Let's yeah. not forget, under his tenure, we have got PS Plus Premium with a load of PS One yeah. classics. So, and if I'm not mistaken, they do contain Ape Escape. Exactly. He brought Ape Escape to PlayStation Four and Five. So, I mean, while he has made some silly decisions and said some silly things, and he's a bit of a silly billy, silly sausage. And actually, he he openly said that bringing Ape Escape to to modern consoles was a bad idea. I'm paraphrasing. He He didn't say that. Not not specifically, but he just said retro gaming, who needs it, basically. Uh, Yeah, well, yeah, we believe in generations and all that. Yeah, and it's like, well, actually, it was just public pressure, and you capitulated, and that's what you did in the end to appease people. So yeah, right, I agree. Good, then. Even the even the good stuff he does is like, yeah, yeah I think get you're rid just of doing him. that. Get rid so, of him anyway. Ryan, anyway, you're fired. You're fired. Get your uh, things. Get out. <laughs> This one from Dan Bolt. Dear Josh and Rich, I'm incandescent with rage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've sat Glowing. in silence. Yeah. I've sat in silence as you've mocked various games and chocolate that I enjoy. Uh, but that's <laughs> oh, fine. Yeah. And he says, but calling... Uh, now, this is from a couple of weeks ago, but I'm going to read it out anyway because it's funny. Because we were talking about the video game Get Even, if you remember. Yeah. Um, he says, calling the Dave Benson Phillips platform Get Your Own Back Get Even oh, is a step too far. Oh, no. He's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I I, uh, we got to hold hands now up we've here. fucked it. And he said, I had to stop what I was doing at the gym and write this email. I don't know what the royalties or licensing issues are, but I expect the Get Your Own Back theme tune to be played on next week's pod. Cheers, Dan. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we need to get hold of that then. Get your own back. That was the one that had the gunk dunk on it. Yeah. Oh, what what are we doing, Josh? I, I think we need know. to go some, away and rethink things some, a bit. Some days you just think, can't can't get a win. Yeah, we're banged to rights there. <clears throat> I, I mean, all we can do is issue a full and frank apology. Yeah, to, to Dave Benson Phillips as, as much as... as much. Well, as if Dave um, Benson Phillips wants to come on the show, we can't <laughs> offer you any money or anything, but exposure. Yeah. If you want to come on and we'll, chat about what you're up to... <laughs> well, we'll give him a chance to get even. If he wants to get his own back, then uh, <laughs> by all means, just, just contact us. Video this Gamer from, uh, Pod or whatever the email is. A brilliant. Cheers. Good, good, good work, mate. Podcast good work. at videogamer.com. No, you <laughs> do it. it. I end. don't do it. Uh, this one from Miles Hamer. Uh, not related to Tom Hamer. Uh, okay. Hey, how do uh, right. Legoland this past bank holiday weekend? And then in brackets, no, we didn't invite Sean Connery. Uh, during during which I subjected my family to your podcast during the long car journey. <laughs> did they uh, enjoy it or did they hate well, it? Well, <laughs> he said, my wife's favourite bit was the 10 minute snack watch update. Good. Uh, after which she zoned out entirely. Um, but something for everyone, see? She got something, something out everyone. of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so he says, if you want to boost your numbers of listeners, called Lisa. Uh, with next with next to no interest in video games, yeah. maybe drop all the console slash Steam Deck nonsense and just go mm. big on double deckers, pot noodles, and vegan treats. Just a thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're missing a trick, aren't we? It is. It is. It, I mean, he speaks the truth. He also then chimes in with, uh, "Had a piri piri chicken pot noodle last week." Oh, what? Uh, I know, I know. And then he says he had it in the bath. Classy. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, he's he living the dream. He, yeah, I mean. Yeah, he then he then says tasted a bit like bad sex, which is quite an alarming <laughs> description. He says in yeah. that bad sex is still sex, but it is bad. So that's an interesting analogy. Uh, I'd say it's a says, damning indictment of the uh, a damning peri, peri chicken pot noodle. Yeah, although yeah. Well, there you go. Anyway, and then he says, Bombay Bad Boy used to have a rating system on the side of the sachet, a sliding scale. Oh yeah, of spice. It did yeah. And then, and he said it went from bring it on to you and whose army to someone's going to get hurt. He says, I remember that, but I forgot my niece's birthday. Oh, well, all the best, Miles. <laughs> so get your nice. priorities right. Yeah, well, they've got it on the Doner Kebab one, because that's what I was saying last week, right? About they've yeah. got the scale of, like, put in half the pack if you want, you know. You just chuck it all in. Who's, who's, chuck it all in. Who's, yeah. like, you know, carefully measuring it out. Stick it in there. yeah. Yeah, 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 no, I agree. I agree. Mm. Uh, this one from Joey Burns. <clears throat> he says, "I may have dreamed this, so apologies if this makes no sense." Yeah. But I vaguely remember you saying that you'd both not seen a can of lilt in ages. Uh, uh, yeah, no. That's, I think that's we true. did say that. We yeah. did say that. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, and he says our canteen vending machine had a can in it. Also. Now it's produced by Fanta, which was news to me. Well, that's the Coca-Cola company, no? Yeah, and he says, I just thought I'd share the update uh, as I thought of you both. Pics attached. And he has indeed attached a couple of pictures, which, you know, for the the listeners, you do you no good at all. But let me just say they've changed the logo and it sucks. Oh. And also, I mean, the Coca-Cola company, whatever, but it is weird because it says Lilt and then quite big at the bottom, it's got the Fanta logo and it says by Fanta. What so like does that mean? Lilt by Fanta. I'll Why have they done the that? Well, like, uh, who's I, who's picking yeah. up a can of Lilt and going, oh, no, I don't fancy this. Wait a minute, it's by Fanta. <laughs> well, I'll have that then. Actually, what, I'll jump what on What does it. that mean? Yeah. It's stupid. A, <laughs> yeah, like, they see the Fanta and they feel safe with that. They feel soothed. Like, That's I don't know that it's a Coca-Cola company drink at the end of the mm. day as well. Who gives mm. a shit? Yeah, no, for What's sure. What's the next thing going to be? I mean, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I can't think of anything offhand, but it's, yeah, no. silly. It is weird, yeah. Uh, and then this one from uh, Owen Pyle, formerly mm. Uh, mm. Owen from Shanghai, but not anymore. Right. Um, he says, hello again. We all have franchise blind spots where we've never played any game from a particular series, but do you have any platform blind spots, especially platforms which were actually quite big? Mine, he says, is the Xbox 360. To this day, the only time I ever played on one was five minutes of Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts at my local Curry's. In fact, I don't think I've ever even touched one. And he says, keep up the great podcast, roll on number 500. Sincerely, Owen. That's a hell of a blind spot to have. I'm sorry. That's pretty major. I would actually argue I'll go one bigger than that. Go on. Uh, Well, I'll go one bigger in, in the sense that this console ended up selling more than the 360. The PS3. 
Really? You never had a PS3? Never had a PS3. I just had a 360. It was... I was... I, 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 I saw no real reason to go... It was that time when the 360 was out ages before the PlayStation. It was like 100 quid or more cheaper than the PlayStation. Yeah. And then also... Uh, it had loads of really good exclusives, and like for at least a little while uh, at the beginning of its lifespan, many of the like multi-platform games were still just better on 360. Yeah, this is true. Um, I mean, I, I held out for a PS3 because I could only afford to buy one, mm. and I ended up getting mm. a credit card to fund buying Oof. a PS3. That probably is. I mean, I do regret it. Like now, looking back on it. I see the PS3 as just like really romantic sort of lost console for me because it was a bit bonkers. They did a load of a load of crazy games on it and stuff, and they had all the you know it was really expensive. The controller did all the fancy stuff. A lot like the the PS5 reminds me of the well, PS3 in a way. Initially, it didn't. It was that six-axis which just had the you know didn't have any vibration in it. Well, that, that it that's, pants, that's sort of that what controller. I meant though. Yeah, but what I mean is just like even doing the six. It was it was that time when everyone had looked at the Wii and they were like, "Oh shit, should we do something?" You remember like Xbox kind of had the Connect thing, yeah, and then putting the putting the gyro. But yeah, the six axis was 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 rubbish. Eventually, mm. they put Rumble back into the controllers they as did. well, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, they did eventually. But yeah, no, I, I sort of, I think I, in retrospect, kind of re- regret that decision a little bit because mm. the three sixty had far better games, had a much broader library. Um, yeah, it had some, it had some, had some cracking crackers. games as well. I mean, they were both great. I ended up getting an yeah. Xbox 360 soon after in 2008. Um, oh, nice. Because nice. I felt like I was missing out. And I was trying to get into the industry at that time. And I was like, well, I can't have this huge blind spot. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, so, and, yeah. and also, like, I felt the same thing just having the 360. Because it mm. was like, it was good. Like it, But like round about halfway through the life cycle when Sony started to deliver on quite a lot of their sort of first-party stuff. Was it Metal Gear 4 that... um Metal Gear Solid 4 was like a huge fan obviously of 3 and I was I really hurt not having Metal Gear Solid 4. Mm. It was like, fuck, I really fucked it on this. But then it was just like Uncharted 1, 2 and 3. Obviously like the last of it. It was towards the sort of the, the sort of second half of it of it of its lifespan when it kind of started to deliver and when like and like resistance uh actually even resistance one but like resistance two and especially resistance three uh, just like load of interesting stuff as well yeah and yeah just like load of load of cool like i really wanted to play journey as well like i guess yeah. you could say oh well the 360 had uh you know what um uh was it was it limbo was oh, i know limbo yeah but it's not journey though is it <laughs> no no no, Chalk and true. cheese, mate. Um, mm. we'll so say that's as well, a pretty actually, big one, isn't it? On that subject, mm. although slightly um, on a tangent, mm. Konami, if you're listening, I would love to see Metal Gear Solid 4 remastered and stuck on all of the consoles. Oh, God, yeah. All the yes. current gen consoles. <clears throat> that I would played be that game, huge. I played it for the first time when I started at uh, Video Gamer. And it was on. I remember coming in and telling uh, Colin Mahern that I'd started it, and he just burst out laughing because it was on um, PS Now. Weirdly, yeah. it was on PS Now, but it's now not on PS Plus. That's one of those little ones that fell through the cracks. So get mm. that back on there. Yeah, that's and weird. it was. I, I streamed it, which uh, worked very, very well actually, but yeah. it's still not ideal. And and I and I really, really liked it. I know that game gets a kick in these days, but I actually no, I think it's a good game. I mean, I know it's a lot of cutscenes and. What very, very I mean, good about stealth. 400 endings, but, you know, I, I still love it. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> uh, this one from uh, John Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll make this, th- make this the last one of the pod. 
Um, he says, A up from Yorkshire. E, all right. Uh, and then he says, La- well, that was sort of, that was kind of Liverpool. No, what? that was like Manchester. No. Though. All right. All right. It, we are. No, that's better. That, no. That's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody yeah, hell. Kind of went, all right. No, um, I didn't. <laughs> you saw, you did. Well, oh, you well, can that's recorded. You can listen to it back. Yeah, be wrong. You, d- you definitely did. But anyway, no. lads, he says, wrap your eyes around these little. Tr- it's another one sent in pictures. I mean, the listeners are fuming because they can't see it. Yes, yeah, no good. Says, wrap your eyes around these little treasures. I was in B and M the other day and found these uh, salted caramel club bars. You know, McVitie's Club. Oh yeah, yeah, salted caramel. Uh, and he said, now my tepid take is that a club has always been a top-tier lunchbox biscuit. That yeah. is a true tepid take, that. Yeah, it, it's, That's it's totally true. Mint or orange for me. Brilliant. Absolute yeah. perfection. Mm. Lunchbox and, uh, brilliant. And also... If one of them rattling about... One. Oh, yeah, oh. the gold one as well, yeah, obviously. But if it, yeah. yeah, one of them rattling about in your lunchbox, mm. you set up mm. for the day. Yeah, definitely. For sure. If for it sure. was a raisin one, throw it yeah. across the room. Get Not that so out of my face. One. Get that bar out of my sight. Yeah. Um, and, and also, That's a club much I don't ap- want to be part of. No. <laughs> <laughs> much uh, we've we got to appreciate John because um, that was a proper tepid take as well. It was, yeah, it was. Yeah, he, I he mean, nailed it. Clubs you know. aren't really um, that commonplace these days either. No, but it's, it, it's enough. They are hard to find, but it's mm. enough that people know that it, it was a lunchbox staple. Yeah, that um, and breakaway. Anyway. Breakaway is big time. Yeah. He says, this cheeky little delight has just taken things to the next level, this salted caramel club. Um, he said, and speaking of levels, Kit Kat have only gone and done it again with the Kit Kat Biscoff mashup. Bloody hell. Um, oh, Jesus. He's put a picture on here and it's like a Kit Kat chunky like with Biscoff going on. Oh, Christ, my God. It looks insane. He says, take your usually wafery and thick chocolate chunky bar, but just slide a little layer of Biscoff in there. Absolutely mega. And he says, cheers, fellas. John from Leeds. Listen. So thank you very much, John. Nestle, you Kit Kat bastards. Make these <laughs> vegan. Veganize all these, will you? Don't just give me a fob me off with a bloody vegan Kit Kat. Yeah. Give and me all the flavours as well. Why should I be limited for my. Stop, stop being unethical choice. and breaking the law as well. That'd be great. Yeah, Nestle, well. yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Total bastards. But yeah, yeah. so there you go. That'll, that'll just about do us. Thank you very much to John. Thanks for the tepid takes. Thanks for Joey Burns for the lilt, for the pictures. Lilt by Fanta, I should say. <sighs> um, and that'll just about do us. Thank you very much uh, for listening. Mm. Uh, don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Get yourself on Twitter. It's at RichieW82, at JoshyWise, at VideoGamer.com. With your, tweet us with your questions. Email me with uh, pics attached it's useless for the format but it's quite yeah. entertaining podcast at videogamer.com of course you don't need me to say that because Rich said it earlier I did uh, get yourself on to uh, videogamer.com but that was for Dave Benson Phillips benefit really absolutely yeah you were just get getting in touch, even on, get in touch on, get in touch give us a, <laughs> get in touch. Give us a shout <laughs> get in touch get even DBP um, xboxachievements.com playstationtrophy.org check out Rich's review for Cowabunga Collection it's a bit of a treat Thanks. Um, and that will... Oh, thanks to Adam Cook, Andy B, and Colin Ahern for the music, yeah. uh, for the memories. Yeah. And we will see you... Well, we'll speak to you again. For another totally uh, next- tropical episode. Oh, by Fanta. Very nice. <laughs> Brought to you by Fanta, hopefully. We'll get the sponsorship on there. Yeah, sure. Um, it's goodbye from me, goodbye. It's goodbye from Rich. Goodbye. Goodbye.